Truths with a star. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today we have with us a gem, people. We have the Apostle Solomon Appiah all the way from Ghana. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Purifying Truth, Solomon. How are you today? I'm doing so well, uh, woman of God. Amelia, it's really a pleasure and an honor for me to come to your show. And I'm so, so humbled to be here to share with you uh, my story. And I believe so strongly that this is going to be a blessing and an inspiration to someone out there. Agreed, agreed. Oh, it's my pleasure. Certainly the pleasure is ours and we are in for a treat today. Apostle Solomon not only is from Ghana, he's a travel agent, a 4X trader, and as we have said, he's an apostle of Jesus Christ. So we get a little bit of everything today. Solomon, we're going to jump right in. Um, Today we're going to discuss some things about how you discover your purpose in the midst of adversity. So tell us, please, what is your personal history with adversity? Okay, thank you very much. Um, First and foremost, um, I want to really thank God for how far he has brought me. It Mm. is not by might, it is not by power, but it is by his spirit. The God who um, predestined me, and inscribed my name even before he laid the foundations of this world has been, I mean, generous with me. The Bible says that to them that he predestined, he also called. To them that he called, he justified. And to them that he justified in the end, he glorified. So God who looked from the beginning to the end and from the end to the beginning because he is the alpha and the omega and he chose me in christ before the foundations of the world in high school um i think way back in 2008 2009 when i was contemplating um the worthlessness of my life i mean i thought um that life had no meaning i was going through some rejection um especially from the people that i loved the most and through that season of rejection and i mean not having family um around me because i went to the boarding school I went to one of the best um, colleges, uh, boarding school in my country, Ghana, St. Augustine's College. And in that season, when I was even contemplating of suicide, because Uh I felt that life had no meaning, I didn't see any relevance in my life. I didn't feel love. I didn't um, receive love from the people that were around me and in the midst of that season just like paul the apostle on his way to damascus 
I mean, uh, trying to um, persecute the church. And then on that fateful day, the Lord Jesus met him and his life turned 360 degrees around after he discovered the revelation of the love of Christ and the purpose of God for his life. In that moment, I mean, the Lord through a very wonderful friend of mine, um, his name is um, Pastor Isaac Quay, um, ministered to me a word of knowledge for my life. And that made me broke into tears because I have heard about God, you know, because I come from a religious home, but I did not have a personal relationship with him. You know, I did not have a personal um, revelation of him. I know that there is God. I mean, I just have the idea that there is God and um, embarked on all kinds of religious ceremonies. But I did not know that he truly, I mean, um, reveals himself to men. You know, like, I wouldn't say that I was an agnostics, but um, I kind of felt that I just felt that God exists, but he does not have any interest in the affairs of men. So on that moment, this friend of mine had a dream and the Lord gave him specific words for me. And I still remember it like yesterday. Wow. He said that though the day may be long, I am with you, says the Lord. Read my word, seek me, and I'll move in your life. I love you. I care for you. Do not think that you are alone. Only read my words and I will move in your life. These specific words, I mean, as simple and as concise as it may sound, was a rima word for me. I mean, it was, it was a game changer for me. I just needed to hear that word at that season. Uh-huh. And that broke me into tears. And the Lord started revealing himself to me. I mean, I started having a personal relationship with God. Before I moved from my dormitory to the classroom, he would tell me exactly the things that I should expect. And as I go there, I see the exact thing. I enjoyed my company and my fellowship with the Holy Spirit more than anybody else. Mm. And that was a remedy for me. And in the midst of that, he began to unfold his purpose for my life. I started reading more and meditating on the word of God. Uh, My Bible that my mother bought for me was so new, but suddenly within a month or two, uh, this Bible began to, I mean, uh, I was reading it so much that it it began to deteriorate, Uh you know, and not um, withstanding, there was another book too that the Holy Spirit led me to read 
by um, a man of God called Dr. Bill Bright of Blessed Memory, the president of Campus Crusade for Christ. And the title of the book, God you know, Discover His Real Character. Okay. Mm -hmm. Solomon, I just love the way yeah. that you um, break down religion versus relationship, because I see many times so many of us fall into the trap of religion. Um, but, yes, you know, yes. it's that relationship that's going to keep us, that's going to change us, that's going to propel us to the destiny that we are predestined for. So I love the way that you describe how you fell in love with Jesus, how you begin to build that relationship as you would court um, someone and build a relationship with them. So exactly, exactly. When, you know, he is our foundation. You know, the Bible says that if the foundations be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? I mean, he's, he's our life. That is why the apostle Paul said that in him we live and move and have our being. Uh -huh. I mean, without him, we can do nothing. He is, I mean, the reason for our existence. God already has a larger purpose. I mean, we have to find our place in his purpose for our lives. I mean, we are not here by mistake. I mean, we didn't um, just decide to uh, come out from our mother's womb. I mean, in fact, he assured Jeremiah that before you were caught of blood in your mother's womb, I knew you and I appointed mm -hmm. you a prophet for the nation. So there is not a single human being on earth that is a mistake. This is true. Even Regardless the child of who was born out of wedlock, there is not a single person on earth. The, the challenge is that until you find your place in him, you wouldn't know the relevance of your life to him and to humanity. Yes, indeed. You know, even though we may feel as though we have no purpose, that okay. we're worthless, you know, it's amazing how the word of God can change our mindset. Um, somewhere in the Bible, it does speak of only how God can change a man. And so thank God that he changed you and pulled you out of the pits of suicide. Um, when did you discover what your purpose was, Solomon? I started discovering my, what, what my purpose was when I started having a fellowship, a personal uh, fellowship and a devotion with God. I, I'm not an introvert, but I believe so strongly in solitude, you know, where um, you, you meditate. I mean, what is written in it and you shall make your way prosperous. I mean, I, I, I just laughed to be myself. I just love to be myself and communicating with the Christ who is in me. The Bible says that Christ in you, the hope of your glory. I just love to just be me. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't fall. I don't want to do anything like anybody else. I don't, I just refused to be anybody else. I, I admire people. I, Bless God for who they are, but I just cherished my personal um, fellowship 
and devotion with God. And in the midst of that, he unfolded to me that he has called me to minister the gospel of his salvation to the ends of this world, to minister the mystery of Christ and his kingdom to the ends of this world, to change, I mean, the narrative, to bring the church and the world in right standing with him in any sphere of life, be it business, be it um, uh, um, entertainment, be it, be it um, politics, in any sphere of life, we are supposed to bring, I'm supposed to, I mean, um, um, bring light in any sphere of life to ensure that the kingdom of this world shall become the kingdom of our God and his Christ. So, I mean, without anybody's um, um, direction, I started sharing the word of God to everybody I met in my school. I started sharing the word of God. I started, I mean, letting everybody know this newfound love. I mean, just like, um, um, what do you call it? When you love somebody, you talk about the person. I mean, right. if you've ever fallen in love before, whoever you love, the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Uh-huh. As you, your heart is overwhelmed by your love for someone or for something, you begin to talk about it. You begin to, I mean, let everybody know what you have found. You begin to, I mean, um, um, share and reveal his love to others. So I started um, sharing the word of God to my colleagues, sharing the word of God to my friends. I mean, um, writing everything he tells me to write. I mean, whether it's a short note to someone, anything he asks me to do, I just do it. I mean, I just go about to do it and minister the word of God as he leads me and Uh um, do whatever he has asked me to do. So I started, I mean, by sharing his word, by revealing his love, because he's the answer. He's the answer to every problem. The Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And without the word, nothing was made that was made. And the word became flesh and it dwelt amongst us. And you know, there's something that God has placed inherent in all of us. The Bible says that God has placed eternity in the heart of every man so that man cannot understand what God has revealed from the end to the beginning. God has placed that, that, that sense of test and a hunger. One, to discover him, and then two, to, to discover his purpose for our lives. Uh-huh. And until man, and until we begin to um, have that personal revelation and, and see um, it from that light, we are going to abuse life. We are going to abuse the gift of life. I mean, the precious gift of life 
that God uh -huh. has given to us. So, I mean, I started sharing the word of God. I wanted everybody to know, I mean, that this is the remedy. He is the remedy to this world. He is the hope of this world. I mean, he's he's the one that gives meaning to life. Nothing else matters more than him. He comes first and nobody can take his place. I wanted to tell everybody about him. Uh -huh. And that is how, I mean, I just discovered my apostolic calling. He revealed to me my apostolic calling. I started getting dreams, um, having encounters with different men of God, um, different um, 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 of people who are in the ministry um, of uh, the kingdom of God. I mean, I started getting several dreams to confirm and affirm what God wants me to do. So uh -huh. that was how it started. That is so powerful. You know, um, I love how you phrase it abuse the gift of life we have to be so careful that i love so as i was saying it is so powerful that you said abuse the gift of life and many times that's exactly what we're doing even though that's not what we necessarily set out to do exactly exactly and that the only way you can i mean you would not be a victim to this abuse of life is when you don't have that personal revelation of the love of God concerning your life. That is why Paul the Apostle said that God will cause us to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses all knowledge. In fact, he said that, he said that I mean, what shall separate me from the love of Christ, or who shall separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus? Neither tribulation, nor peril, nor, I mean, uh, angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor life, nor death. He says, for I am convinced that nothing can separate us from the love of Christ, from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And until you receive that revelation in your heart, my God, until you receive that revelation in your heart, you will never find meaning. You will abuse the very gift of life that God has given to you. You will abuse the very call of God upon your life. You will abuse even the people around you because your, your life is tied to the people around you. The gift, the talent, and everything that God has given to you is supposed to be a force for good to our world. That is why the Bible says that ye are the light of this world. A city that is set on a hill must not be hidden. You are the salt of the earth. And if salt, I mean, has lost its savour, it is useless. You know, so until we, we begin to, the first thing, I mean, the first thing is to begin to have that personal revelation of the love of God for your life. Uh -huh. You know, once you begin to have that personal re revelation, you will appreciate the gift of life that he has given to you and more superiorly 
the gift of eternal life that he has given to you. We call that life in the Greek, the Zoe life. That is the God kind of life. Uh The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Once you begin to have that revelation, I mean, you will never, I mean, the enemy might use crisis or adversity to um, destabilize you, but you will find your consolation in knowing that he says that I will never leave you nor forsake you. You will find your consolation in Christ, knowing that he has called you by name. You will find your consolation in Christ, knowing that he is not pointing an accusing finger at you. The Bible says that for God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, and he did not impute our sin against us, but he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. And I give God the glory for all the uh, men and the women of God who have been a blessing to my life, acknowledging the late Dr. Bill Bright, whose book, uh, God Discover His Real Character, I mean, re-engineered my thinking about who God is. I mean, it just, he just re-engineered and threw light to my uh-huh. understanding wow. of who God is. And that... That is the way forward. That is that is the that is the that is the game changer for me. You know, that is the game changer for me. You know, there is nothing that can that could ever quench our test and our search in life except in our revelation and in our discovery of the love of Christ, the mystery of the love of Christ. So that is that is what really um, gave me the, that assurance and that confidence, uh-huh. you know, in who I am in God, and in who God has made me to be. Yes, understood, Solomon. As you were sharing the word, you know, like you said, um, you're sharing with those on your campus and basically with everyone you meet about this newfound love. Um, Tell me how others reacted to that, because I know many times we get um, very excited, but others are kind of like, ah, yeah, whatever. What was your response and how did you get, what response did you get and how did you overcome it? Okay. Um, this is, this is the most uh, amazing part, you know, proud to my conversion, I was so um, very cynical about um, people of faith. And I, I, I saw them to be um, some people who are aliens to our world. I mean, I, I, looked, at, I looked at them as, um, in quote, um, weird and a cake. And I used to lead my, um, my, some of my colleagues in persecuting them. Hmm. That was how, sad that was i used to join them in persecuting them and some of them were even brutalized and i would be i'll be so excited about it 
you know, that they are just a bunch of crazy people, you know. So that made my whole conversion much more worse. I mean, in uh-huh. quotes to them, you know. So when I found that new love, I lost a lot of friends. With all sincerity, I lost a chunk of my friends. You know, the people who were so close to me, proud to my conversion. I mean, I just, they just started dispersing. I mean, some of them just looked at me. They said, you have changed. I mean, they said, no, this is not a Solomon that we know. You have completely changed. There is a transformation. There is a, there is, I mean, um, there is a, a complete um, change in your life. How did you get here? I mean, why are you supporting this new faith? I mean, why are you making a mistake to um, join them? I mean, you are crazy. You are, you are also, you know, but I was not um, perturbed. I was not moved because I was finding my consolation in Christ. Because I knew where I was and what, I mean, I almost did with my life had I not found my revelation of the love of God in Christ Jesus for me. So uh-huh. that was my, my energy and that was my inspiration and that was my, the source of my strength. You know, David said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. To whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. To whom shall I be afraid? Solomon, please give us advice. What advice do you have for others that are going through similar adverse events? My advice is to first discover the God who created them. Uh I mean, nobody knows, I mean, the thing that was made than the person who made it. Uh I mean, um, whoever designed the iPhone, I mean, knew why he designed the iPhone. The same way you need to discover the God who made you. And as you discover this God who made you, you would begin to um, see or look at life and look at things and your purpose with a lens that he is looking at you. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of people who um, go through adversity and rejection and all kinds of trauma feel that they are not valuable enough. I mean, they feel um, uh, they are just nobodies and they are useless, they are worthless, they have no value. You know, so the moment you, you begin to look at yourself in that category, you abuse the very life that God has given to you. So the, the first step, you know, the first step is to turn to God and tend to Jesus, and tend to your Savior, the one who, your kinsman redeemer, the one who gave his life on the cross of Calvary to set you free 
from, I mean, your bondage, the kind of bondage that you are going through. Talking about um, how important it is to see ourselves the way that God sees us. I know many times religion teaches that, um, you know, he's up there pointing the finger, but actually God is love. And I love the way that you integrated that and, and showed us and reiterated that we have to find our own relationship with him. Solomon, I thank you so much for coming on Purifying Truths. Tell me, what's next for you? What are you, what are you doing next? We are going to change the culture for Christ. We are going to change the culture. We are going to superimpose the principle of the kingdom of God that is within us. The kingdom of God is not in science. The kingdom of God is within us. We are going to change that culture until and, and, and bring down, I mean, the evil culture and the evil spheres of our society. That is misrepresenting God. That is blaspheming against the name of God. That is trying to redefine how, I mean, society should live outside of what God has in his own infinite wisdom has, I mean, inscribed in his word. We are changing that culture. And that is the mission that God has called me to do in every sphere of life, whether it's politics, whether it is economics, banking, finance, health, I mean, um, um, business, um, entertainment, sports, every sphere, all the seven pillars of society, God is calling me to, I mean, wake up the sleeping giants and call his remnant for himself and bring the kingdom of this world, make the kingdom of this world to become the kingdom of our God and of his Christ. So that is my mission. Amazing, amazing. Solomon, how can our audience connect with you? Facebook, um, Solomon Apia on Facebook. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram, Solomon Apia on Facebook. And I do share a devotional. I have a blog that I share a daily devotional called the Triumphant Devotional. I mean, you can check on my Facebook page and my blog and read um, the Triumphant Devotional. It's a daily devotional that I do share to impact my audience and Occasionally, as the Spirit of God leads me, I come on live videos. So those of you who cannot um, have me physically, like some people have the privilege of maybe having um, getting to meet me one-on-one, -on -one, I mean, you can connect with me on Facebook. Um, write me personally in my email, solomonboamapia at gmail.com or solomonboamapia at yahoo.com. To purifying truths and thank you Solomon for being a guest thank you for tuning in to purifying truths with a star tune in every Saturday at 9 and noon 
for exciting new guests from around the world who illuminate the various facets of life. Connect with A Star at Facets of a Star on Facebook and Instagram.